Look yourself in the mirror right now and ask yourself, what do I want to do every day for the rest of my life? Do that. Go do that now. There's no reason in today's world not to be creating content online. Whether that's your vlog or you have something you've got, you know, like a video log on YouTube, if you've got pictures on Instagram, if you've got articles on Medium, uh, perhaps you have like a podcast on iTunes. My friends, I get hit up every single day via text and DM and tweets and, and phone calls. And, you know, the number one question I always get is, how do I get started? And the key to content success online, and I don't have a lot of experience in this. I've been doing this on my own, you know, journey of self-awareness for the last 12 months. Um, But the key to content success online is that you've got to start doing. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how to do that. And the number one thing that I always tell people is just start. There's only three steps to content creation. Uh, the first one is going to be the what, right? What are you going to talk about? Um, are you going to talk about entrepreneurship? Are you going to talk about videos? Are you going to talk about fitness? Are you going to talk about food? Are you going to talk about the security industry, smart homes, home improvement, sales training, leadership? You know, you got to think about the what will you talk about as being the number one thing. The number two thing I want you to start thinking about is the how. Uh, is it going to be in audio? Is it going to be in written word? Or is it going to be via video? And some of you might think, gosh, you know, I hate the sound of my voice, so I'm not really going to do that. That's fine. Go ahead and blog on Medium or just write an article uh, on LinkedIn. Uh, some of you might say, I'm a poor writer. I can't type. And I'm like, oh, I totally know. I can't even put two sentences together. Um, so try video and just document everything that you're doing. So one of those three as number two. So number two is the how, uh, either audio, written, word, or video. And then the next thing is where do I spend, you know, do I spend money? Do I have organic reach for free? All of the social media platforms are completely free, right? You can go anywhere. You can go on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Snapchat, you know, you can go to SoundCloud, you can go to Medium, you can go to WordPress, you can go to Instagram. There's just like so many different platforms out there. And the first question I would ask myself is, what do you want to be known for? So if you look yourself in the mirror right now and you ask yourself, what do I want to do every day for the rest of my life? Do that and go do that right now. And I think that people are stuck because... They have the fear of losing, which trumps the excitement of victory. And this is just absolutely fascinating, yet 100% insane for me. You've got this one life you have to go out and do. Everyone, anyone that you know that is successful, everybody, right? Whoever did anything had to start. Most people don't begin with a grand vision, and that's okay. It's all okay. But they start with an idea and an action. And throughout that process of doing, they start slowly building something a little bit greater. I mean, if you think about years ago, 
right? When Facebook came out, nobody ever thought Facebook would succeed to this level today and then have another company called Instagram. And it's funny to me, a lot of people say, oh, I don't use Instagram. I just use Facebook. Instagram is stupid. And yet Facebook actually made Instagram, right? It's owned by Mark Zuckerberg. And so when you look at the vast majority, a lot of people thought that you couldn't sell stuff on the internet back in the you know late 90s and early 2000. No one ever believed that computers would actually be in every single home. And all ideas are always considered insane until they're executed, right? So the number one key is to just start. People worry too much about the type of content that's going to go out there, if it's good or not, or they'll post something and really quickly take it down because they didn't receive any, enough likes. And that goes back to, you know, judgment and not worrying too much about what other people think. The advice that I give kids today, especially if you're going to get into content influencing and marketing and entrepreneurship and things of that nature, is put out the content that you think and know is never going to work. I'd rather you post 87 times a day and one or two go viral than having to worry about that one piece of content that just never gets any traction. So. The truth is very, very simple. In, in today's world you know, of, of having this in our hand, of this underpriced attention, is you don't need a lot, right? Because the cost of being an artist with this or starting a business or connecting with an influencer is practically zero. So if you've got a smartphone like I do, you've got access to the internet, I'm just telling you anything is possible to get your name out there and brand recognition to the next level. And these are really the only three ways in which humans can really communicate, either through audio, right? We listen to things all the time, uh, either through watching a video or the written word, uh, as you are seeing at the bottom of my screen right now. So it's very, it's very simple. And the only thing people need to understand is that the platforms have changed. Right before it, it used to be writing a book and now it's on Medium or it's on WordPress, right? Before it was a drive time radio and now it's a podcast. Before it was reality TV and now it's a vlog or it's on YouTube. And that's just the truth, right? So the first thing that I would say, if you're gonna take a step number one, um, start with your manifesto and you, and you have to start with your manifesto which is your what and your why. Like, what are you into right now? What do you want to do? Do you like health and fitness? Do you like financial planning? Do you like being a mechanic? Do you like wine tasting? Do you want to be in strategy? Do you like social media? Are you trying to sell sneakers? Are you trying to flip coffee mugs on eBay? Like, tell me where you are and where you want to be. And it can be a document or it can be a video or it can be a voice memo, right? Find your medium and start creating. And once you decide where you want to be, you need to be able to share your story, whether, you know, and whether it's your mission or, or who you are today, it has to be your truth, right? Don't tell me that you're an aspiring entrepreneur if you've never sold anything in your life. Tell me that you're aspiring or interested in business, right? Tell the world exactly what it is that you're thinking about and be very transparent about it. The practicality of defining your voice is super powerful. If somebody made a video eight years ago 
and said they think that fashion should be high-low and that people should wear expensive clothes and inexpensive clothes together in one wardrobe, they probably would have you know, been the queen or the king of the vision uh, of the fashion industry just by making a two-minute clip. And I think that's pretty cool. And that's what legacy is about, right? So whether, whether you guys today, um, you know, and, and, and I know all of you have the same, you know, question for me, and we'll get into Q&A here in just a second, but whether it's a video or whether it's an article or whether it's an Instagram story, you just have to be able to tell the world and speak your truth. And by the way, things are definitely going to change, right? You might like um, the Atlanta United soccer team right now, uh, or you might like entrepreneurship tomorrow, or you might want to make chicken tikka masala for the Food Network channel the next day, or you want to be Rasan and you want to be on TV, on Netflix, or you might want to do art the next day. But it doesn't matter. Just get your thoughts out there. Done is better than perfect. You know what I mean? Like for me, it's just painful because I create an obnoxious amount of content that discusses strategy, but none of you actually act on it. You just keep watching. You keep scrolling through my stuff. You keep being entertained by my energy. You keep being inspired by my message. But the fact of the matter is, you're just not doing it. You just won't do it. Right? And that's what that what what this practicality piece is all about. You can be motivational and you can be rah-rah and, and you can really be hyped up and you got the shot of B12 and you're feeling good and Mr. Z's got you taken care of, but it becomes delusion if you don't actually start or put the practicality of perfecting your craft in there and really put in the hours and put in the work and the hustle. If you want it, your actions have to match your ambitions. Right? Don't have dinner at 7 o'clock and drink two beers. Don't watch entire seasons of House, House of Cards. Don't spend 45 minutes on Facebook talking to Rick or Sally or Muhammad, especially if you're telling me that you're going to build a business. And the reason I say that these, these things like this out loud is because I hear every single day how bad everybody wants it and how much that they're going to work for it. And then their actions don't actually add up, right? And, and folks, don't get me wrong here. If you're happy and you're content, then none of this advice is for you. Ultimately, I, I just want you to reverse engineer your, your own wants and your own needs. And you really need to define that for yourself, not on what I say, right? So the only way... To know is to stop talking and to start doing. You have to put something out, right? And now that you know your what, you have to know the where. And so if there was going to be a step number two, it would be, okay, Mr. Z, where do I go create this, right? Because there's so many people in the world that shouldn't be producing video, probably like me, because that's just not the best way that they communicate. So only a decade ago, if I was writing this particular article, all I would be talking about is blogging. Yet there's people reading this that are caught up by Instagram and YouTube as, as the only form of communication. The only thing that people don't realize is that they're tremendous writers. And if only they were posting on Medium, they would win, 
right? So when your strategy is right, everything starts to happen. And if you think about it, there's really only three mediums uh, in 2019. You've got video, audio, and the written word. And good things always come in three, folks. So for audio, you can create a podcast or you can make a radio show or a voice memo on your phone, like an interview like I'm doing right now, uh, a phone recording of a one-on-one that I'm talking to with a sales rep or a manager or just somebody that's the VP of marketing you know, for a security company. It doesn't matter. Or even music. And if you're really, really fancy, then you can create an Alexa skill, which I'll get more into next month. The second medium after audio is going to be video. And this is probably the most rich and probably all-encompassing medium. And the, the possibilities are practicality and, and they're very endless, right? We live in a time where every single platform can play and support that video content. Like... Uh, from my phone, I can post directly straight up into YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or, or just kind of make short films using different apps, right? Um, when it comes to blogging, and, and that's the third medium, which is written word, a lot of people still love to read. You could write a blog. You could write a book, a banner ad, a medium post on medium.com. And if this is your format then go all in. You don't have to do video. You don't have to do audio and a podcast. I just happen to do all three. And we'll talk a little bit about how documentation of all this information, like this video here is going to be pillar content that is going to be clipped up into tiny little bits and pieces and go out there as separate articles, separate podcasts. It's going to go out as little video clips on all the platforms of social media, right? And so that's where the distribution starts to come in. And that's, if there was a step three, this would be it, distribution. And this is the last pillar of the equation, right? Like, how are you going to spread the word? Are you going to constantly think of ways to create new content? Or are you going to shoot the video one time just like this for roughly 15, 20, 25 minutes and clip it up into 25 pieces of content and put that out there as as a separate message, right? What are you going to do to spread the word? So a lot of people can tell me, the what and the why and many can choose a platform and start to create but very few can actually get anyone to see it and that's called distribution so how you get individuals to actually consume the content that you create right and from what I've learned and you can obviously do the research on this but there's really only two ways and one of them is hacking culture and the second one is going to be buying ads And that's the underpriced attention that we're talking about on this guy across all the social media platforms, right? And the latter is very simple. Like you can literally deploy a $100 bill against your content on Facebook and you will start attaining that reach. Now, I want you to listen to me very carefully, okay? There is no guarantee that people are going to follow you or buy your product, but it's a 100% guarantee that somebody is going to see it. Does that make sense? So you can target specific audiences by age. You can do geography. You can do likes. You can do more. The possibilities are basically endless, right? But if you look at Facebook targeting, for example, 
I mean, that's it. You can literally put your business address, you can run a radius around it, and then everybody in the 30120 zip code or the 30121 zip code, you know, in Cartersville, Georgia, um, is going to see it in their feed. I mean, it's literally that easy. It's a piece of cake. And the second, and it's a lot more difficult uh, of a way that I actually enjoy more and I do more of is hacking culture, right? A lot of you don't know what this means, but let me explain. One of my favorite uh, social stars um, for a company that, that he works for, uh, his name is, um, I'm not going to mention his name. I will next month and you guys can go all in and follow him. But um, I sat down with this person after they built their you know, Instagram following to 70,000 right and and there's kids out there that built their following to 6 million in high school and here's what some of those people have to say right they they say things like that, hey i'm offering stuff for free in exchange for exposure um, like if you've got a physical product if you if you if you have a physical product that you can grab in your hand right um, that's a no brainer you can literally DM every influencer in your space that has less than 50,000 followers and ask to send them a free sample. Like if you don't know how to DM, um, I always say ask Google. Go don't ask your mother. Google is your mother. And so just Google it. Hey, Google, how do I DM? How do I send a direct message, right? Um, and that's basically, you can look up articles on how to you know, network on Instagram. And that's the tactical stuff that I don't really get into because I want you to go out there and do a little bit of work and figure it out and Google everything. I've spent hundreds of thousands of hours trying to figure stuff out just to do one post and how to get it across different platforms. So the one thing to understand is that the quality of the follower again might not be as high and that's what I've seen in my experience. So when you're, when you're attracting followers from outside networks, you have to kind of be a little strategic about who you're after. And I haven't really been very strategic about that lately. So I've got followers from all over the world and I have no idea like how they even populated into, you know, and saw my content. It was probably because I was poorly hashtagging things like I was going Singapore and Malaysia and Australia and Nairobi and just, you know, all kinds of different places. But if I decided if I had clothing. Right. If I was Love June and I gave away a piece of Love June or love or, you know, some kind of clothing piece, you know, from, um, you know, from the Chitwoods uh, in Cartersville, Georgia, who, who have a very uh, awesome business, by the way. Just check out Love June Boutique, you know, online. Uh, there are uh, great e-commerce and, and dot com, you know, let clothing to women and, you know. Just anything you can think of. If I decided to give away some clothing or makeup, right? I might not get a lot of response. The same thing kind of goes for giving away money or cars on Instagram. For me, what I'm looking for, and, and you might be a little bit different than me, is I want legacy. I want influence. I want impact. I don't want to have the biggest account. I want to provide the most value and help the most people. 
That's why I give away all my content. That's why I give away all my meetings, right? That's why I give away FaceTimes, right? It makes sense for, for my ambitions and it makes sense for my brand and what I'm trying to do as a professional speaker. So you have to be willing to give stuff away. For me, I don't have a physical thing to give away. So give away everything that I've learned over the last 30 years as an entrepreneur, as a master facilitator, as a speaker, as a trainer, as a leader. Um, because if you don't, unless you're Oprah or The Rock or, or you know Louis Vuitton, you just can't be romantic, right? You can't choose. Like, what's the alternative? So there is a lot of power in leveraging influencers in your space. Um, and it's enormous, guys. I'm starting to find that out. I have two people in my lives or in my life right now who are willing to help me on Instagram, uh, family members of my own, both with, you know, combined over 200,000 in followers. And I, I often think of my sister, you know, who is a, is a fashionista, a healer, just a company, an entrepreneur, a business, a brand, you know, that's, that's the correct name for it, right? So imagine if you're a fashion company and you're Love June and you decide to make t-shirts, right? If you get one influencer with $500,000 to wear your product and tag you on Instagram, you're going to have sales. And honestly, that is just the tip of the iceberg. There's literally hundreds, if not thousands of male and female models on Instagram that have a million to 10 million followers on their page, right? One photo from them tagging you might just change your life. Like I wanna make a Shots of B12 t-shirt podcast, send it over to my baby sister, and uh, it's probably gonna cost me babysitting for many, many, many years. But for her to throw on a t-shirt and then to have her audience, you know, wanting to buy something like that, um, that's like a, that's tip of the iceberg, but that could also be a win-win situation uh, for somebody like me who is not monetizing any products or doesn't want to make money out of this, just wants to give value for free, right? And um, I, I think it's important to, to not take from the community. I think... You know, the recommendation that I have and from what I've seen, what works is the journey is long and that process is going to be hard, but you have to deploy some patience. And so the recommends that I have is that you don't ask for simply reach out, right? You offer that T-shirt, maybe see if they respond. Don't ask them to tag you or feature you if you have like real patience and legacy ambitions like I do, right? They know what you want and it should be up to them, right? If they they don't like your product and you just, you just have a product that sucks and it just it's not nice, then obviously they're not going to endorse it, right? You can't just say, oh, I've got this coffee mug now and I, I want to sell coffee. And then you put out a, you know, a, a crazy brand that just makes doesn't make any sense to anybody. Right. So you're building brand and you have to be willing to provide that value first and give that value in pieces of content every single day in perpetuity. And then later on, you have the right to ask for the business. Right. You have to go through this process with zero expectations. Um, I've started using words like, hey, it would be nice if you would, right? Or I would love to send you something and if you like it, uh, it would really be great for you to feature 
you know, my handle on your page or something like that. So a lot of people won't do that because there's so many people that are just in it for the quick dollar. And you have to realize that the individuals who run these accounts, they're human beings too. They're people, right? And uh, the thing you have to remember is you're building a relationship. You're not making a sale. So, and, and, and again, please don't get me wrong. If there, there's, there's still a million reasons why 90% of these people won't respond or won't tag you, right? Or they're just going to say, no, it's all part of the process. You're probably going to have to get 200 no's before you get a yes. And, and the only thing that you have is to work your face off and hustle. And all you have to do is try, right? Um, and so some of the things that, you know, people have asked me is, so what if you don't have a physical product? And I can relate to that because I don't have a physical product. You know, it's just, it's advice and it's uh, motivational and it's content. And what becomes physical for me is if you decide to pick up the phone and plug me into your annual event or your quarterly event, you know, for a motivational speech for 500 people uh, in your audience before lunch or something like that. And so I think collaboration is the number one way to start growing your account, regardless of what you're offering, whether it's a product or a service or an app or a podcast. I think collaboration is key. I'm thinking about putting a group together of men and women in Cartersville um, who want to go down this journey with me uh, to where I can give my two cents. And I think if 10 people at the table gave two cents, we would probably, you know, come up with a two dollar strategy. Um, in no time and have, you know, a, a lot of value for different business owners who get together and make a podcast like this to where I could interview them and uh, find out what really makes them tick and, and what makes them successful. And I think you have to be able to provide someone else that value, right? Like if you want to grow your account, um, and especially me, like, you know, I'm not where I want to be. I'm, I'm literally in the first quarter. I'm just getting started. And so what I think about is if I want to grow my account and I start collaborating with other people on Instagram, I'm going to write quotes for their posts. Uh, I'm going to take photos of their product. I'm going to make images or designs for free, you know, for those people and shoot it to them and see if they will use it on their account. Right. So if you're if you're not providing value, then you won't succeed. No one on Instagram is going to shout out, shout you out. And uh, simply because you ask them to, right? That's absolutely stupid and insane to even believe that that is possible, right? What did you ever do for them? Um, folks, I've worked my ass off, you know, for 30 years uh, to gain the audience that, that I have. And uh, I have a lot of regret in not keeping in touch with a lot of those people that I've known over 30 years. The question I ask myself is, even if I had 2 million followers, do you think that I'm really going to share a post on my account promoting your app or promoting your business, you know, or promoting, you know, your product, right? So that's kind of the mentality that goes around a lot of times. And so you start getting frustrated and you ask yourself this question. You say, so how do we work together, right? How do we collaborate? And obviously, at this point, there's not a whole lot that I need, but there's plenty of people with larger followings than you who might need a hand. So do something about it, right? If like if if you've got 200 followers 
you need to message every single person in your city who has more followers than you and see if you can provide them value. Find a way to work together and and just get to it, right? Trading work for exposure is always going to be the quickest way to grow. And then, you know, I get this, you know, every once in a while. Well, Zareer, what if I'm already an influencer, right? How do I grow from 50 to 150,000? Well, uh, Rick, that's a great question, and I'm glad that you asked. Um, well, here's a couple of things that you can do, but it's going to take some work. And Rick is already looking at me funny, and he's like, I don't want to do the work. Number one, use hashtags. So if you're already influencing your community, if you're already uh, an influencer, right? Hashtags can be a very powerful thing. Whenever anybody searches hashtag coffee, the top nine most engaged and most recent posts are going to start to appear. So if you can be in the top posts for a certain hashtag every single day, you're going to win. That's right. There's like uh, there, there's 79 million posts I'm looking right now uh, for the hashtag coffee. That's a big deal. Right. Number two. Um, we talked about collaboration, so continue that. And again, seriously, listen to me. Don't be fancy. If you got, if you have fifty thousand and you want to grow, then just keep collaborating. Like at this point, you have some influence, so things are going to get a lot easier. But the same methodology is also going to apply. You need to keep hustling, and you need to keep, you know, making it work. Uh, and then the last thing I will say um, as my number three tip is to be consistent. And you really need to post every day, right? The biggest miss for people trying to grow their account is absolutely number one frequency. So if you're not giving viewers a reason to think about you every single day, then you're just going to lose, right? If I posted for six months in a row and I disappeared for a week or two, the, your your people, your audience is going to go somewhere else. So if you're posting and engaging constantly, I promise you it's going to grow. Uh, in the last, since February, so February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, eight months I've been doing this. I literally went all in and I've just been trying to figure it out for the last eight months. Literally from zero um, to over 1,500, so a total of 3,000 um, followers you know, on two different platforms, and I'm still tasting other communities to see how I can grow. And what I'm find, finding is my audience on LinkedIn and Twitter is different than the audience that is on Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat and YouTube and, and things like that. So the question becomes, how do I build a community on Instagram specifically? Well, that's perfect. This is actually the most important one for me right now because I'm really trying to gain some leverage in a world where there's a lot of noise. So building a community versus having a following is that so many people can amass a following like I did on LinkedIn and Twitter. And of course, there's people out there that are way, way, way bigger than me than, you know, than I'll ever be. But there's people out there that can get 10,000 people to like them on Facebook, right? They can get a ton of followers for their account, but none of them actually build a community. None of them actually care or engage. 
the 1500 on Twitter, I engage every single person every single day in perpetuity, hand by hand, no trolls, no bots. It's me responding to every single tweet and engaging those people in those communities. And 1500 turns into 1501 and 1502 and 1503 and 04. I can go back and look at every single tweet. You can go and look right now and every single DM or tweet that I've ever had, I have responded to every single person. And that's why you see accounts on Instagram that have millions of followers and a you know disproportionately small number of likes and comments. So I say it's all about engagement, also known as, hey, how many people actually care? Like I don't I don't really care about the, the likes. I don't care about the followers. What I care about is the comments and the conversation. And I'm just fascinated and stunned at the amount of people that will take the time to sit through a minute or three minute or nine minute video and just keep scrolling and not even put in their two cents, right? Not even I forget the like or forget the view. What about clicking on that little comment button to say, gosh, I got some value out of it or no, I don't agree with that or whatever that might be to really start engaging that community. I guarantee you that I engage more with my content at 1500 and 3000 and whatever the numbers are than most people who have 10 million. And it's because I truly care. I make room for my community and I engage with them every second that I can. And it's always about it's always about depth versus width, right? I'm I'm far more proud of the people that actually support me and give me the admiration and email me privately or text me or DM me privately when there's something I'm doing or the five, 500 people who show up, you know, to a keynote or, or 2000 people, you know, that, that show up, uh, you know, to a, a live event or whatever that is. And there's, there's so many people that like their page but they don't actually do the thing that they're actually looking for. I know my community has my back, even though it's small, but that's what's important to me, right? And I've done it from the very beginning that I started this journey. You know, whether you have 500 followers, whether you have 50, whether you have five, whether you got 500,000, the biggest mistake that I see people make, and I've made these mistakes, is that they're not engaging with the community, right? just want to put out a lot of content and then they go look for likes and they don't engage anybody else in their content, right? Say hello. Say thank you. Say If somebody says thank you, the correct response is my pleasure, right? Ask them who they are. Where are they from, right? All of this stuff matters. You're not some stupid Instagram account or brand. I mean, you're a human being. So please start acting like one. The more one-on-one engagement you provide, the more people are going to care about what you create. And it's truly a gift to have somebody's attention, right? You have to use it wise, wisely. You're not some stupid, you know, Twitter account. You're not some silly brand. I mean, you're a human being. Um, people that are already doing it always ask me, what else can I do to distribute my content online? And here's where I'll share a little bit more advice that um, I think is very practical or tactical. But one of my favorite hacks right now is if you're a good writer, and I'm not, and you want to build up a profile for your business uh, or for yourself, I highly recommend you start blogging 
inside of Facebook and inside of Instagram, inside of LinkedIn. I literally mean writing 7 to 15 to 25 sentences in order to create 3 to 4 to even 5 paragraphs of written content within your feeds that people are going to consume, right? Um, I just started to post my articles on LinkedIn and I'm getting ready to put them on Facebook natively as a status. My engagement is up two to three times because of that. So, and, and all you need to figure out, right? How do I connect? How do I engage? How can I entertain? How can I get people to care? And the key is simply providing other people more value, right? I just don't see people doing it. It blows me away and it's absolutely the only way to win. So either you pay in Facebook ads or Instagram ads, you know, or sponsorship deals, um, YouTube pre-rolls or ads against people of your interest like fashion or food or wine or sneakers or technology or smart homes or you know, security or hammers and nails or buckets or whatever it is that you have. Or you reach out to people that have audiences and start searching those hashtags and and start clicking on them, look at that account and then see how you can bring them value and then start DMing them, but go in a little soft, right? Bring some value, rinse and repeat two or three, four, five thousand times and you just try and you just taste and you just learned there's no report there's no white paper right maybe this could be the white paper oh this could be the white paper i just did a white paper so i'm going to take this video i'm going to take this audio i'm going to run it through mechanical turk it's going to script it all out and i'm going to copy and paste it i'm going to put it on medium as a blog for people to read but generally there's no modeling metrics that are going to teach you how it's all going to work right when you're a pioneer you just have to start tasting it and we're just living through this very incredible era right now and nobody's actually doing right start please start executing and and when i when i tell people they're so confused i'm like start executing they're like what does that mean it means that you should write a medium blog post every single week content podcasts video written quotes pictures and then focus on distribution right facebook twitter youtube instagram they're the abc and the nbc and the cbs and what i've figured out for the last you know eight to twelve months is how to make mash and the andy griffith show and the er and the seinfeld and the friends of this world these are things that matter right what do you want to talk about how are you going to communicate it written audio or video and how do you get people to see it how do you give people access to see it right so are you willing to bust your butt for 34 views i am and i've done it right like literally i've put in eight hours for 34 views like what's the alternative when you have nothing all the exposure helps And getting started is always the hardest part. It's just really difficult for, you know, so many people. And that's why I've created, you know, this piece of content today to give you a detailed, you know, step one, step two, kind of step three. And I think it's a really valuable framework that I think is gonna stand the test of time, all right? The what, the how, and the where. Folks, I hope this helps.
Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the audio experience. It would mean the world to me, and I mean the world to me, if you could go leave a rating on iTunes. Your word of mouth is my oxygen.